Welcome to the first episode of A Fistful of Truth with me, your host, Delara Essengill. You can find me daily on my blog at www.delaraessengill.blog. That's D-I-L-A-R-A-E-S-E-N-G-I-L.blog, where you can get daily news from real people, real anons, real patriots, and real truth seekers just selflessly putting out the truth daily with nothing in mind except true freedom. So since the great Twitter purge, which really was a controlled operation in in my opinion, back in January, a group of myself and Anons took to scouring through alternative news channels to bring you uh, trustworthy, non-shilled, non-fame fag, true news stories that the fake news media, which is truly the enemy of the people, uh, has not dared to report because, of course, it's not in their best interest for you to be unprogrammed, unplugged, and a free thinker. That is not what the fake news media wants you to do. They want you to be programmed to their lies, and that's exactly what we're doing here, folks. We are unprogramming ourselves. We're unplugging from the matrix, and we are we are not walking with the crowd going in the wrong direction. And let me tell you, there's a lot of people going in the wrong direction, but we are not them. And hallelujah to that. So we will be covering a bunch of different topics in this podcast. And I want to tell you a little bit about myself and give you some background and introduce to you how and why I I got to the point I'm at with basically this whole movement that we're calling the Great Awakening. We all have a different story and we all have different times where we have, you know, quote, woken up. And, um, you know, the awakening process is not something that stops for any of us, really. I mean, we keep learning forever for the rest of our lives. And, you know, the day you stop learning here in what a dear mentor of mine used to call earth school is the day that you leave this, this place. So, keep learning, keep seeking truth, and uh, always share with others that are ready to hear what you've learned and what perhaps they are, they may be ready to hear. And, you know, by just telling one person and they tell one other person, and this is how, this is how we do it. This is how we achieve true freedom and true freedom from the matrix that has been plaguing our society and infecting our infrastructure for so long. So let's get into it. I would like to talk a little bit about uh, my background and how I ended up doing a podcast and what happened in my career to bring me to the truth and nothing but. So tune in. We will have a few segments here and uh, enjoy the show. As a California native, I grew up in this sunny state and decided that I really wanted to pursue a career in in justice. So at a very early age, I joined the police department and thought I wanted to be a police officer, and that quickly changed when my first ride-along was a live shooting. 
So I transitioned my work into the more tame, sometimes, uh, legal world that uh, entailed special victims in the district attorney's office. So I spent the first decade of my career dealing with heinous crimes against, uh, at that time, mostly women and children. And, you know, human trafficking, rape, murder, and all sorts of gory, horrible things that one cannot never unsee and never forget were ingrained in my my education and psyche from a very early age and you know in a way it was not easy and it was difficult but yet at the same time God has a plan for all of us and it was part of my preparation in life to do what I'm doing now which I'm very grateful for and I spent the first 10 12 years of my life doing that kind of work and then I transitioned into having my own office and then I ended up doing marketing and business for oh I'd say about another 10 years or so a decade and realized that the corporate world was just as bad as the criminal law enforcement world I was in and it was the same thing you know these people that were in the corporate world were involved in human trafficking and pedophilia and all sorts of horrible things as we're going to find out globally Never had I imagined that it was on such a huge scale as I, I have learned now. So my, I had a company for a while and I was a CEO for a while. <laughs> I never thought I, I would be a CEO, but that ended um, when I decided that that was just not my, my path in life. And I uh, moved to Los Angeles, not, not to... Uh, work in entertainment, but I did end up working in entertainment, met a lot of actors, uh, musicians, people who worked on sets, all sorts of creative people that did visual effects, uh, production, post-production, pre-production, and a lot of executives. And I, I got to know Hollywood from the inside out because remember folks, no one ever needs an attorney until there's a problem. So you hear a lot of different things and you meet a lot of different people. And here we go again is what I thought when I realized, my goodness, my days in Hollywood and corporate America and every single thing and industry that I had been involved with were not much different than way back when, when I was involved in special victims. And oh my goodness, those crimes against humanity had been, uh, had infiltrated on a global organized criminal level every aspect of our infrastructure as a society. So Rico's coming, folks, for these people. And, you know, we'll talk about the uh, tribunals, the the arrests, and what, what, other, what other legal processes are going on in an upcoming podcast. But for day, today, we're just discussing an introduction to how I ended up here. And so after learning about the crimes against humanity in Hollywood, I had to take a step back and say, I don't really want to be a part of this, but how am I going to help these people? You know, there was people coming to me at two o'clock in the morning with horror stories about cannibalism, rape, child sacrifice. And, you know, you really can't talk about these things when, well, truly before Donald J. Trump became president. Thank God for him. Thank God for General Flynn. And thank God for the brave men and women like Admiral Rogers and I could keep naming them. I mean, there's so many, you know, in my personal life as well, who have stepped up to the plate to bring you the truth and nothing but. 
So let's go on from here, folks, and we'll talk about what the Great Awakening is about. So just what is the Great Awakening? Well, it's the realization to oneself that we have been lied to, deceived, programmed, controlled our entire lives. And this is not going to be easy for a lot of people to accept. The first thing you have to do is keep your mind open, keep your belief systems open, and don't let your ego get in the way. And this is going to be hard for a lot of people. We already know. We've seen it in our personal lives where friends, family, co-workers, complete strangers are just pissed and angry at us for disturbing their matrix reality, for telling them the truth. A great example of this is our Lord Jesus Christ. He was crucified for telling the truth. And those who persecute us are those who persecuted our Lord. And you know, it's really true that the only way is through the truth to God. Because God is the truth. And unless you're embracing the truth, or at least accepting the fact that there is an alternate reality, because with God, anything is possible. So unless your faith is strong, and unless uh, you, you are open to other possibilities, folks, I have some bad news for those who aren't. They're not going to make it. This is why in the Bible it says in Hosea 4.6, those who reject knowledge, those who reject knowledge will perish. And we're seeing it happen right now with the fake vaccine. And we're seeing it happen with, my goodness, every aspect of our infrastructure that has been infiltrated by this global, criminal, non-elite, vril-infested filth and scum of the universe is what they are. And they're no longer welcome in our lives now that we know they exist. Well, a few of us know they exist, but soon the world will find out. And those who deny it and reject it because they just don't want to hear it, too bad for them. For those who reject knowledge shall perish. And frankly, we don't really need a world with people in it who are going to deny us the facts, are going to stick their head in the ground like an ostrich and really just get mowed over by reality. So let us move forward with those who are here seeking truth, all of us together who are moving forward in this movement one step at a time. You know, how do you make people aware of an alternate reality? Hugh asks. Crumbs are easy to swallow. And in the famous words of Paramahansa Yogananda, famous Hindu yogi who came to America uh, in this uh, earlier century and, you know, bought with him the teachings of Christ and his knowledge of uh, the Vedic ways and just beautiful teachings from Almighty Father God. 
said, the cup of knowledge for everyone is different. We all have a different capacity and learning rate. And the ocean, if you will, is, is the knowledge and our cup is our mind. And if you, even for inquisitive people who are open to learning, if you pour the whole ocean into a cup, what happens? It overflows, it drowns, you can't contain it into one cup. So the way to digest this information is to slowly drip it, drip by drip, little by little into the cup of knowledge. And it's up to us to keep our cup empty and let it be filled with this new incoming knowledge and, you know, dump out that old stuff that doesn't serve you. You know, the programming from television, unplug yourself, throw it out, get rid of your cable, seek alternative news sources, stop watching that crap if you still are. You know, uh, television and programming are a thing of the past, believe it or not. Yes, it might change in the future, but like Pedo would... All of this stuff is going to change, like big tech, Google, MSM. The real enemy of the people is the fake news media, as POTUS over and over told us. So the first step in moving forward is to unplug from the matrix, uh, do your own research, and you know, all the way from our education system to our news sources to our healthcare system, which really isn't healthcare, to our our, um, everything we've basically learned has been a lie. So in order to peel off the layers of deceit, it's going to take time and it is a personal journey. We can't wake someone else up just like we had to wake up on our own. They have to wake up on their own. It's okay to plant the seed because the mustard seed does grow. But if you don't till your garden and take care of it and water it, what's going to happen? That's up to the individual gardener. It's up to the individual. So all we can do is change ourselves, realize what we really are, realize that we are all children of the Most High, and that we have the capacity to change and we have the capacity to overcome the sickness and this evil that really has no power against us when we wake up. And that's why Q says, what is their biggest fear? What is the biggest fear of this invisible enemy? It's our awakening. The truth, the truth shall set us free. So let's talk a little bit about Hollywood and Pedowood and oh, well, it's related to everything else in our world, but let's get into that a little bit and I'll tell you guys how I ended up here. So let's talk a little bit about pedo wood since I unfortunately, by no coincidence, had to uh, work here for a little while, well, a long while really, but the experiences that I had in this disgusting, vile, brill-infested town led me to this podcast today. And you know, although it wasn't that simple of a journey, it did start off with various people, actors, filmmakers, grips, people who worked on sets, and executives, high-level senior executives in entertainment. Companies like Warner, Universal, Capital, Paramount, you name it. 
they're all really the same thing. They're all controlled by the same group of people. This all happened over a period of, I would say, five or six years in my initial journey into Hollywood where I moved down to Los Angeles from Northern California and ended up working with a bunch of actually really wonderful, positive people that were, were not interested in the crimes of this cabal. And there was times where people came to my office and started telling me about cannibal parties and child sacrifice. And, you know, at, at first I was a little skeptical, but having been exposed to these crimes in my earlier part of my career where I had seen child sacrifice and I had seen the raping and killing of, of people uh, due to the sick, satanic, and just dark, ugly ways of those that are involved in these types of unspeakable, unfathomable crimes against humanity. I didn't throw out the that testimony of people that were coming to me in confidence really freaked out, to be honest with you. I mean, these people were scared poopless. Um, trying to keep the profanity down here for for the viewers, but it's hard when you're in this field to, you know, speak kindly about any of this crap. So after hearing about cannibal parties with very famous people that are still in the media, after hearing about human sacrifice, after hearing about all these adrenochrome stories, I started to think that all of this was true. And then came the stories about the inversions. I had an actor come over to my house once and tell me that they had visited a very famous person's home they were invited to. You know, this is how it all starts. They, Some normal people come to, come to this place trying to you know, make it in film or their art or their singing or whatever it is that they're doing. And suddenly they find themselves in the middle of all this inverted mess. You know, a lot of them are actually not human. I know that's going to be hard for people to accept, but we're going to talk about that in, in future episodes. But those who have faith and understand demonic possession and demons will get this. And those who don't are going to have a difficult time. So I urge you to go to God first and find your faith and, and be stand firm in your faith because that's what's going to get you through the storm. It's the only thing that's going to get you through the storm. So after hearing story after story, I, uh, you know, as a human being, you, you can't ignore, you can't ignore the amount of information that comes to you. And as an attorney, you have to look at both sides of every story. You can't just throw things out because your ego gets in the way or you, your belief systems aren't open. And, you know, fortunately I have a very open mind and you have to look at every angle of a case in order to analyze it correctly. So I was taking very seriously after I had heard story after story about fake news, doctoring up stories to present to the public, uh, you know, all these sick parties at different celebrity homes where people were eating other people. I mean, my goodness, it turns my stomach to talk about it just today on this podcast, but these truths are going to come out and they're going to be difficult for people to handle. So, you know, one day I didn't really know who he was, but a, a famous guy named Chris Cornell died. And I remember I was at work at a client's office and somebody pulled me over and said, Hey, Chris Cornell just died. And I said, how did he die? And who is he? 
Well, you know, I knew about the band Soundgarden and Audio Slave and all that, but you know, I wasn't a huge fan. I just had heard a couple of their tunes before, and well, I said, "It's the lead singer, the former lead singer, the lead singer of these bands." And I, I said, "Well, how did he die?" Because the person was a fan who, who apparently was keeping track of this news, and they said, "Well, he committed suicide," and you know, I just didn't buy it. After I took a look at what had happened, I didn't, I didn't buy it at all. And one of the things you learn in, in crime and criminal law is follow your gut and your instincts. And usually, we know intrinsically when something is right or wrong. And it's, you know, from your heart, you always know. It's the mind that will trick you. And I knew instantly that he had not, he had not committed suicide. I think that was, a, you know, one of the first, first awakenings for a lot of people that were into uh, the type of music that he played and I started going down that rabbit hole and the next thing you know I, I had a whole bunch of other information from other fake deaths and suicides and all this stuff and one thing connected to another and I started looking at all the stuff that I had learned in the past and all the confidential information that I was trusted with from various folks in entertainment as well as corporate and government man oh man was the picture getting uglier and uglier and this is right around when POTUS took office so I was already aware and I was uh, one of my friends who worked in the federal government had asked me if I was interested in taking a job uh, as a attorney that was replacing you know the bad the bad was getting ousted by the white hats and they were looking for better good people to, to work I won't go into what where when and how but I didn't really want to leave California and this would entail me moving to Washington DC so I stayed here I love my home state the revival state and uh, no we're not a bunch of freaky liberals like the media shows you because the media is showing you all sorts of crap you know California did flip red and we've always been very independent thinkers out here and we did vote for Donald J Trump who is our president our wonderful beautiful amazing president so after working with law enforcement for some time, I, I realized really what was going on here. And after watching literally people drop dead around me, I learned the truth. And once I learned the truth, I could never go back. I could never go back to the matrix. I despise the matrix and I despise the people who created it. And I will fight forever, forever in this life and all the next ones for truth for humanity. I will never give up and I will always speak the truth. And I hope you will always speak the truth too. And I hope you will spread the truth because that's what this podcast, this movement, this time in humanity is about. It's about the truth folks. And only the truth is going to set us free. So stay tuned for upcoming podcasts called a fistful of truth with me, your host. And in the meantime, stay up on the blog DilaraEssengill.blog, D I L A R A E S E N G I L.blog. I will be bringing to you a variety of topics. We'll be talking with real people, not shills, not fame fags, not pay fags, not controlled opposition pretending to have these huge, large followings where they're giving you lots of good information and a little bit of disinformation. Protect your mind and shut those people out. Turn them off like you turned off the MSM. And stick to God and truth in yourself because you are are the one who's going to learn and you are the one who's going to change yourself. And by doing that, if everybody changes their self, 
and accepts and embraces the truth, we will have a new, beautiful, truthful world. And their biggest fear, again, is your awakening. So stay awake, stay vigilant. God bless you, patriots. Stay tuned for the next episode. And where we go one, we go all.